There can be no doubt, leadership is what separates a place of work from a place to work. But what makes a good leader? Welcome to On Point, a thought-provoking podcast on leadership. It's for leaders. It's by leaders. Here are your hosts, Jim Livingston and John Nielsen. Hi, and welcome to this episode of On Point. My name is Jim Livingston. And I am John Nielsen. So, John, one of the things that constantly comes up right now with leaders from all sorts of organizations is how do I increase efficiencies? Yeah. How, you know, um, how do I do more with less? Yeah. I, why, why is this happening? To be honest, I think it's something which is always happening, but there are times where it feels more dominant and, and it's just because speed of innovation, budgets might be cut, headcount, whatever you can think about. And we are expected just to deliver more innovative technologies with the same amount of money. So, so it's just the nature of innovation, I think, and the time we live in. Yeah? It's the time, it's moving faster, expectations are becoming more and more. We've got technologies that are enable us to do a lot more yeah. you know, with a lot less. Yeah. Um, so it's putting a lot of pressure on a lot of people to be able to deliver more with less. Yeah. Um, so I, I think we want, we want to sort of touch on what's, you know, really understanding what are some of the common causes of these inefficiencies within organizations yeah. and what can we do to be more efficient. So, you know, if you think about it, common causes of inefficiencies, what would be some of the real common ones that we see? The one I would start with is really around lack of clarity. Um, and when I say lack of clarity, it's really understanding what is the ask? Yeah? And, and, and if I don't know the details, the risk is that I assume too much. And if I assume too much, I lose a lot of time. Yeah, and we see this lot. Lack of clarity over roles, responsibilities, lack of clarity over expectations on projects, on products, um, lack of clarity in terms of how we work together. Yeah, totally. All these sorts of things constantly come up a lot, right? Yeah. Um, another one that really, really bugs me would be meetings and how we manage meetings. I mean, how much time are we wasting on meetings for the wrong reasons? Yeah. So this would be one of, my, one of my big ones for me because I see lots of organizations and I hear this comment from lots of different leaders. We're constantly in meetings. We've never got time to do any work. Um, that would be another one. In fact, I think it's one of the biggest ones yeah. to, to optimize, if, in my opinion. But also, because you mentioned uh, meeting time, I think time in general, how, how do I manage my time? Yeah? Am I controlling my time or is my calendar controlling my time? Yeah? How, how am I really thoughtful about how my time, where it goes? Yeah? And th this is a big one. Yeah? When I look is, it's a really good point. Are we being controlled by our calendar or are we in control of our calendar? And how often do we hear the story, people book my time, people have access and control over yeah. my calendar? I mean, yeah. that's just, it's insane. Yeah, right? absolutely. It's insane. Another one that really irks me at the moment, and I see this as a major waste of time, is email or communication in general. Um, I think there was a study done a while ago where they said the average mid-level executive wastes something like 30 days a year on email. Right? I mean... Think about it. Think about a group chat that you're part of. How many times do you look at your phone because it's beeped yes. with someone going thumbs up? Yeah. Right? So we're wasting a lot of time, I think, in email and our, our different messaging tools we use. And, and when you mention that, it's not only one beep, yeah, because often there's different things. Yeah? There's many different communication platforms because different teams prefer different platforms. Yeah? 
and, and it's not really efficient. And you check everywhere and it's, it's really a lot of time going into this understanding and then potentially clarifying. Yeah, really crazy. good. Very good. Crazy. What else? No, I, I think in general, think about uh, things like process efficiency. And when I say process efficiency, we do things because we might have done it the same way for the last two years or five years or 10 years. Yeah, But really think about it what steps are needed or what steps uh, can we skip yeah and I, I, we have to be compliant no no doubt yeah but i'm sure there's many many processes out there which we can really do so much more you know, I'm, I'm very guilty of this because you know there's a lot of things that we do 360 degree surveys yeah. a lot of the tool a lot, a lot of the things we do that are done very manually that we could automate it. We could save a hell of a lot of time. Yeah, right? exactly. Okay, so there's there's sort of like some of the some of the common causes of inefficiencies in organisations. I suppose the big question is is how can we be more inefficient as as individuals? Uh, yeah, the the first one, which is is my favourite one, that I would start with, is really getting clarity. Whenever you get an email, phone call, chat pop up, whatever, in which form ever. Make sure you have 100% clarity on what is the ask. And the more clarity you have, the more clear it is what is expected to be delivered. Seriously, that, that yeah. is where it starts. And, and we've, heard, we've heard this a lot, haven't we? I wish my people would think more before they act. Yeah. And a lot of this is because there's that lack of clarity around what's actually expected. Right, so I think that's a really good point. Um, another one which we talked about calendar is really about taking control of that calendar. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, taking control of our calendar is just that. It's about being really, really clear about what meetings I'm going to attend to. It's about being really, really clear about how I'm going to spend my time. It involves things like not being afraid to push back. I mean, yeah. when was the last time you said to a manager, you know, I'm sorry, I can't do any more work right now, or I can do that, but it's going to mean all these things are delayed, right? So being, not being afraid of pushing back, I think, is a really important one. Yeah. Because the thing is, if you always say yes, I can guarantee you get <laughs> it's more. It's always expected to be yes. <laughs> you always get more, yeah. So, so this is one. And another one is, is really, I, I think, building on that, really take control of your time. Yeah? You own it. Uh, really, it's that ownership uh, for anything you do. Okay, really own it. It's your time, it's your health, it's your work life balance. Yeah, don't let other control that. And we all have limits. Yeah, some people have for family reason or whatever reason have to leave their offices at five. It's okay if that's what they need to do. Yeah, we have to control it. Don't be controlled and make any compromises because you pay a high price later. It's really, I'm very, yeah, into this, yeah. It's, it's funny you mentioned that because I remember I've, I've got a client, senior leader in a bank. Um, and this senior leader in the bank, they showed me their calendar, and their calendar from 9 o'clock in the morning to 6 o'clock at night was back-to-back -back meetings. And when they sort of analysed their meetings, they recognised that 50% of those meetings were just purely FYI-type meetings. And they made some changes to a lot of different things. Um, firstly, they started taking control over their calendar. So no longer could people just book their time. Um, you, you know, they would get an email saying, What's the purpose of the of the meeting? How am I supposed to contribute to a meaningful outcome? How you know um, what are the pre-reads? You know, and, and that was really helping them get prepared for those meetings. Right. If you couldn't get those answers, they would say, "Thanks very much. Send me a copy of the minutes, and I'll just read them in my own time." Right. Right? But the other thing they also did was um, 
they decided, okay, well, I'm not going to spend all my time answering emails 24 7. So what happens now is when you send this person an email, you get an autoresponder that says, thanks very much for the email. I'm trying to be more efficient and more effective with my time. And, and as such, I will only be reading my emails between 10.30 and 11.30 each day and between 2.30 and 3.30 each day. Please bear with me as I take time to read. And it's been a really big thing for them because they can then spend that first hour and a half of every day knocking off the one or two biggest items on their to-do list. And that reminds me about my corporate life, yeah? One thing I really loved so much was many people were very clear about the subject line. What is the purpose of that email? For information, <clears throat> approval, or must-read, or deadline? The clearer you are in the subject line, no matter which channel you use, man, the better. It's so important. And this yeah? is, it comes down to having really clear communication, the clarity around how we communicate with one another. Yeah. Okay, very good. So what else do you think could be could help us be more efficient? I would say kind of a last thing coming to my mind is around prioritizing, yeah? Prioritizing what we do, yeah? And be clear about what is most important, yeah? And what is maybe less important. It's all important at the end of the day, but there's only so much what, what we can do. But I think prioritization and doing random checks, am I spending my time in the right pockets, so to say, yeah, where I have the highest impact. Challenge yourself, challenge your team, challenge your manager, yeah. Yeah, I think prioritization, and there's a ton of tools out there that can help us prioritize. I mean, there's Pomodoro technique, there's apps that are available uh, now. I mean, there's lots of ways we can improve our prioritization. Yeah. One that I think is really important, we don't really think about a lot, which is about us as individuals. Um, some of us, like myself, and I'm guilty of this, tend to be perfectionists, right? And we spend far too much time trying to make it absolutely perfect versus good enough. So I think there comes a balance where we've got to say, you know, do we focus on perfect or do we focus on good enough? And I think that's that's really key. I see a lot of inefficiencies happening there. No, we should all always aim to do a good job, no doubt, yeah? We should never compromise. But there should be a limit because there's only otherwise we lose a lot but of But this time, comes yeah. back to getting clarity on what's expected. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Uh, last one or two. I would say a lot of things we do every day we can automate. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of great tools out or apps on your phone, doesn't even have to be big and complex. They can really, really help to, to automate your life. One example I have, which really changed my life and my timing is when people schedule my time. So when, when they ask time for coaching sessions, it's all automated on a tool and I don't even care about it. I just put in my availability and they book and I get an email and it's done. That yeah, saved yeah. me a lot of time. Instead of going back to my calendar again and again and negotiate, I say, here it is. Thank you. Yeah. And if you were to think, you know, one last one, which I think is really important, and this we can probably resonate with a lot, which is respect time. And it's not just about respecting your own time. It's also about respecting other people's time. How much time do we waste because we're late for meetings or people are late for meetings? Um, so I think be a bit more respectful of other people's time. Luckily, two of us are good role models. We are always 30 minutes early. On that note, if there was three key areas you think we should focus on to improve our efficiencies, what would those three key areas be? Get clarity. Seriously, get clarity. Whatever is the ask, make sure you 100% understand what the expectation is. So get clarity, number one. Number two, I would say stop being controlled by your calendar. Take control of the calendar. Yeah. Right? It's your time. Yes. You've got to make sure that you use it properly. Right? Yeah. So that would be two. And the last one out of many here would be 
prioritization. Yeah? Prioritize the things you do, your time, and make sure you invest it in the right space. So there you have it. There's three key areas to be more efficient. Right? Get clarity, take control of that time, your calendar, and start prioritizing things. You've been listening to On Point, a thought-provoking podcast for leaders by leaders. Want to keep up to date or come on the show? Please visit www.northpoint-training.com slash onpoint.